Hi, Lola. Thank you so much for joining us on Black Ink Cinema Podcast. Thanks for having me. This is uh, exciting. So good. Like, I was so grateful for you to join us on the Insta Live. So it's great to have you on now and we can have a little chinwag about our film. Yes, 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 yes. I'm a huge fan of you and I saw you on recently Famous. We, we had we had Dane Baptiste on, so I was familiar with that coming on. So when I saw you, and I was like, "Yes, brilliant!" And you had me in stitches. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Bamers, it was a really cool um, project to put together. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be seeing more of Bamers. Hopefully, oh, one hundred percent. How was it working on that project? Um, it was really fun, actually. Um, I've known Dane from the comedy circuit. Um, in passing, I've always been a fan of Dane's work and stuff. So it was nice to be able to like work with him and bring him mm. to life and him allowing me to kind of do my thing with the character and me playing that African auntie. Brilliant. So, you smash it. That's collab. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so how did you get into comedy and acting? Is that, has that always been a love of yours? Um, it's a bit of a weird one, you know, like I think I've always had a, a personality that, has been described as funny, I guess. I mm. think, uh, why do people find me funny, weirdos? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good thing. That is a great thing to have. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've kind of always had that kind of personality, but my background's actually banking and finance. Oh, are you Nigerian? I'm Nigerian, so... There you go. That is, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple of jobs you can have. Doctor, lawyer, accountant, something. You had to, you had to tick that off the list. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. So yeah, my parents happy with that. Then um, yeah, I, I I dibbled and dabbled around the fitness industry for a little bit as oh, well. Cool. Really big into fitness and wellness and looking after yourself. And yeah. then just basically one day my mum was throwing out some wigs, and I saw as you do, as you do. Yeah, she wanted to replenish her wig stock. And <laughs> yeah. so, at that time, I'll have that. Yeah, I was heavily on Snapchat. So I put a wig on and I just, this character just birthed and stuff and everyone kind of loved it and just threw it on Instagram. And I guess here we are, just kind of grew and grew and grew. Because I love your sitcom on um, your YouTube channels. Like I was just going through one after the other. And it's quite funny because the film that you picked and a few of the sketches that you have is like surrounds that kind of like friendship, womanhood, you know, everything. Yeah. And I was just like busting up because I could see my friends in some of those characters or some situations that you've been in. It's like, okay, so it's, it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, we've had a pretty fun journey, to be honest with you. So I'm just excited to see what the future holds. Mm. How did you come up with the good luck sketches? Um, I'll be honest, it was a bit on a whim, you know. I didn't really have much of a plan structure. I couldn't ever even imagine like, this is kind of what would happen from just oh, brilliant online like literally it was more just to experiment like I wanted to experiment with my like, I wanted to build up my confidence more I'm not gonna lie putting myself oh. out there w with something I wanted to learn how to complete a task without throwing in the towel so pushing myself to write my scripts film and mm. then edit Lola this is your task so it's more of a yeah. method thing for me um, and then I've, I grew up watching movies. I love like an Eddie Murphy film and like Robin Williams, people that play multiple oh. characters yes. and that kind of thing. And then of course, being Nigerian, I've kind of always been inspired by, you know, African style of storytelling, especially mm. like Nigerian and they kind of have their little nuances that I love yes. within my story. So just a mesh of all the things that I kind of like, you know, just put yeah. it together and um, 
thankfully people enjoyed it. I find like um, African films or just characters in general always have this theme of comedy. And I don't know if it's because I'm African, so I just find it hilarious. Like it could be a serious scene. It's funny. Like they just are so funny in the most awkward situations. Yeah, I think their passion and um, behaviour and it could just be like, the way they move or the way they they're very expressive aren't they kind of like the italians yes a lot with their hands and stuff so i think yes. it, it's very comical to kind of watch to, to an extent so yeah is the sitcom at all based on your life or people that you know um not not in any way kind of inspired based on my real life to be honest with you we all fantasy fiction like not real but but definitely I've, I do get some inspo from situations that I've been in or yeah, people course. I've observed and that kind of thing. Yeah, some of my characters are loosely based on experiences or situations I've been in, but for the most part, it's just for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> I was going to say, has someone ever gone like, uh, Lola, that's what we were talking about last week? Or that's, that sounds a lot like me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You mentioned earlier that you're inspired by Eddie Murphy and um, Robin Williams. Is that why you like playing the multiple characters? Um, yes, and at the time, listen, I only had a camera, a tripod, and a girl, me. So there ain't no one else that could that. practice for me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, to just make sure that I complete the task of completion that I set myself for doing. I'm like, Lola, don't make an excuse that you don't got, haven't got other actors because I know what you like. Yeah, there's power in completion. There you go. So, yeah. and then obviously, because I do have those references of growing up seeing it done. Obviously yeah. on a massive scale, but I knew yeah. that okay. If I set up my camera a certain way, if I put on, I can change up myself a little bit. I can still tell this story through this character by dressing up a little bit different and playing around with some kind of camera tricks and stuff. And then it would still give off the same kind of illusion I wanted it to be as if there were multiple actors in the scene. Mm. Do you have a favorite character you like to play? Hmm. Um. I've, I've been asked this question before, you know. Mm. I want to say I've got a favourite, but I've, I know people's favourites. Oh, okay. My mum and my brother. <laughs> they are they are really good. They made me laugh. Yeah. Mums are always fun though, aren't they? Like, I could if I could just show you what my mum gets up to and the things she says, you will find it hilarious as well. So are you working on any projects at the moment? Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, I was on set yesterday, so... Um, a production company's kind of put together this kind of feel-good kind of um, Easter song that will be out in the next couple of weeks. Look, I saw that on your Insta, looking forward yeah, to seeing it. Yeah, that was there. I featured myself. Tom Mucci is also a great actor. Oh, um, he's brilliant. Yeah. Facing the News also does similar content like me. Uh, yeah. Ukraine. And Governor B, who's actually a rapper, a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of got comedians and we got this rapper and we literally wrote our own bars was on the studio you didn't literally like that's literally on my bucket list though I, I'm not a rapper or a singer I just want to go in the studio and drop a 16 is that too much to ask for in life that's all we had to do 16 <laughs> I loved it it was brilliant so um, yeah. we got the music video yesterday and again so much great fun um, and it's just literally for bands and just for a good vibe We're yeah get a record deal why don't I have a record deal I mean listen there's a few people that have got record deals off hand so don't write yourself off do you want to share with the people your socials yes so um you can find me online at Lola Jagan awesome 
Well, we're here to celebrate all things black cinema and you chose one of my faves. I was actually so happy you chose this, yeah. Girls Trip. And for those crazy people who haven't watched it, it's about four long life friends from college who annually go to Essence Fest in New Orleans. And, you know, being long life friends, you kind of have old wounds and stuff that you kind of got resolved. So that unfolds while they're out in New Orleans. Um, why did you pick Girls Trip? You know what? It's one of the kind of best memories I have being around my girls and actually watching that film in the cinema. Same. So for me, I was like, yeah, definitely girl shit. I know obviously we've got like just some legends in that film. Absolutely. Um, ugh, I mean, I don't even need to name job. You <laughs> if you haven't watched Girl Shit, please, it's even on Amazon. Just go and I get so annoyed when people say they haven't watched it or they think, oh, no, I don't really want to watch it because of this and that. And I'm like, you're actually missing out on so much. Literally. So, well, I mean, if, you're, if, you, if you like, if you listen to this podcast, you clearly like black films. So I know that you've watched Girl Shit. <laughs> And correct me if I'm wrong, but there hasn't been a full black female lead film since Set It Off, which also starred, obviously, Jada and Queen. Um, the, thing, the, most, the film that came closest to that is Hidden Figures, and that was three. Mm -hmm. um, and I know there was a big push for that to be made and Pharrell and everything, like yeah. for that story to be told. Um, why do you think there's such a big gap, these kind of films to be made? Do you know what? I still think a lot of people who are in power in the film industry just don't find women funny. Mm, and then black women. And, and, and then black women. I don't think that women, um, unless she's a damsel in distress or unless she's, you know, a victim of something or something's dramatically happened to her, mm. um, I just don't think that people would come out and watch it. I just don't think they think um, women... I would say, yeah, black women together as a collective as well is mm. profitable. Mm. Um, and it's a shame. And I think that you kind of find that within the comedy genre, in the comedy scene as well. Like, it's not just, I wouldn't say it's completely down to a race, just there's this connotation, there's a stigma behind funny isn't women, basically. Mm. So mm. Um, I think there's still a lot of doors that need to be knocked down in that department. It's interesting you say that, that um, because the budget was $19 million. They raked in $140 million worldwide. So surely those numbers prove that, you know, we do sell and we can sell, considering it was black director, black producer, black cast, black writer. It was like, you know, a really authentic film for me. And I thought that's why it worked, because there was a lot of scenarios in there. It wasn't overplayed. It wasn't the facey black girl, like it was just, you could resonate with each one at some point and you just felt like you're watching your friends on, t on the screen. Yeah, I think it goes back to the whole thing of having to work 10 times harder to, harder to prove yourself. Mm. And it's not like there were like new actors in that film. Every single one of those leads have mm. incredible um, credits. And I mean, hello, you've got Jada Piggy, you've got Queen Latifah, you've got Tiffany here, that Regina, like, are you kidding me? Household names. And yeah. Um, they still, even they still had to kind of prove that this would work. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a continuous upward, uphill battle. And, um, but now that it's done, a lot of the good things is now, you, now it's done. They've mm. got the credits, they've got the accolades and they've got it on paper and they can say, listen, we, we can yeah. do this. So who knows I mean, what, who knows what will happen next? 
Exactly. And I think it's just, you know, they're stories that cross over and international stories, you know, just because they're for black women does not mean that women from all races and men cannot, you know, resonate and understand and feel or be empathetic to these characters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of a little bit. So there's talks about there being a sequel. Mm-hmm. If you had to make a sequel, what would your pitch be? Do you know what? I think I'd go backwards, you know. I'd oh, go nice. backwards to them being in college or uni or whatever, and it may be uh, Freshers' Week or something, or just go back to a time where they actually, how they were in school, yes, how they met, crushes, how they looked, maybe um, family issues, yeah. broke, a broke student. I just want to see their student life, you know, like how they were, how they came up, kind of issues they had at uni. Because, you know, when you're younger, the cattiness <laughs> is up there. Exactly. Because now they're polished, you know, exactly. polished. At, yeah. Exactly. Maybe a prom, maybe see who, who got asked out to a prom, who didn't, mm. you know, um, and kind of go down that route. It'll be nice to kind of see how their friendships then formed and merged and, yeah, I think it would be really cool to see. And see they glow up. Because they do often talk about, you know, when Jada's character, they're trying to get her out and bring the old Jada back. And they refer to certain points where that old Jada was around, you know, All Star Weekend and stuff like that. It's like, I want to know what happened. Like, what was, uh, what was popping off there? So I think that would be really <laughs> hilarious. Um, I've always wanted to go Essence Fest. Like, that's I just think it would be the best thing ever if you had a chance to go who would you really want to see out there um well i have been to essence fest <gasps> shut the front door how was it amazing one of the best I'm actually extremely jealous i went to the essence festival new orleans i went what are we 2021 now 2019 um and we went as a group trip there was about 35 of us Big what? That's crazy. And, um, this guy organized annual trips and stuff. So I picked the, the, trip, the place of choice at that time, 2019, was New Orleans Essence Fest. Absolutely brilliant. The Mercedes, um, is it Hippodrome Center where they did the whole concert? Yeah, the concert. I have never, Superdrome Center. I mm-hmm. haven't seen it, a venue as big as that in my life. Wow, it did look humongous. Yeah, humongous times 70 million. <laughs> Huge, but I'm telling you, like the um, New Orleans, it was just buzzing. Like, yeah. obviously, they know Essence Festival comes around annually, isn't it? Yes. So the people of New Orleans, so friendly, so welcoming. So they nice. Have a massive influx of people from all over America and overseas. And mm. um, the talks I sat in Tyler Perry talks. Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it was proper. I would and obviously watching the film and then going there, you, you exactly. felt like, you know, it exactly. got full circle and you like, I recognise that or I recognise this street. We went to the French Quarter, you know, when they was having a little parade, went there. Yeah. It was a bit like literally what was like live footage from what you saw on the film. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to New Orleans, I only went last year, but I went for uh, my friend's birthday during the Mardi Gras season. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's how it felt like. I was like, that's exactly how it looks like. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed New Orleans. I would go back. I yeah. Go I mean, I need to go to Essence Fest, that's for sure. Did you have a favourite cameo of any of the performance? Miss um, Elliot. Let me tell you something. Miss Elliot live. See, watching Miss Elliot when you're an adult. <laughs> In the creative industry, I sat there thinking, you know what? 
Missy Elliott has been giving us content since from childhood. Her, her music videos unmatched. 100%. Crazy. You could release those music videos now and they'll, she'll still smash, you know, people that are... She know. was... I feel like her, her creativity was so... She was ahead of her, before her time. Yeah, but, 100%. Yeah, genius. And she yeah. literally brought that live onto a stage. Mm. Her, her, I think that was the best performance of the whole Essence Festival. And it's over three days, by the way. Wow. Missy Elliott's was phenomenal. Uh, I'm actually really, because I'm a huge, and I've always been a huge fan of Missy. And it's really funny when you hear other artists like um, Aaliyah and, you know, tweet and who she's influenced, where you can hear her doing backing vocals. Like, I can hear her sound in the background. And if you're not familiar, you might miss it. But her influence in the music industry is just... I don't think she gets the the recognition. Oh, I know. I mean, I do, I, I do, I do have, I do watch her on Instagram though. So I know she's a bit more active, and I've, I am in, the, I am in the comments. Missy, we need, <laughs> we need a, um, <laughs> we love you. The live, we need a documentary, please, please. And it, and it does. Oh, get really sure, out. yeah, I would definitely watch that. And you know, she's a living legend, so please. Even a lifetime. Never mind a Missy Elliott lifetime. Just. Just give us something. Yeah. Just give us a little something. Yeah. Um, so things get a little bit crazy in New Orleans. Uh, Essence West, have you got any crazy girl trip stories that you want to share? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I would say there was a girl trip that um, I did go on with some of my close friends. We went to... We went to Spain. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember exactly where, but we went to Spain. And I have this friend who is late for everything. We met at work. And we just became work best friends. Okay. And then outside work, we just, we're just we still friends there. I'm about to be her bridesmaid. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is so lovely. Yeah. So um, she's notorious for being late. I met her at work. She's always coming in late. My boss is <laughs> late comer. So when I started meeting up with her outside of work, I was like, okay, you're real. You're really, really late for real, for real. Like that's what you, that's who yeah. you are. Anyway, so of course we've got this flight and we're all at the airport. Where's my friend? Obviously she's late. Oh my God. Um, and she has the key to our apartment. That's going to be in Spain. She's late. So my other friends, like, we're all anxious. Like, listen, I don't feel like I need to miss... I should, why should I miss this flight? Yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah. So she might, she finally comes. That's fine. We've checked in. Yes. Get to the gate. She we're about that. to board. <clears throat> and then um, just before we're about to get into the plane, the airline has this little basket that you have to put your hand luggage in to see yes. if it's big enough or small enough. Yeah, yeah. Our mind passes. My other friends passes. It came to my friend's turn. <laughs> She put it on top. It didn't go down. Yeah. They said, you can't come on the plane. Literally seconds to, to like us having to take off. Why can you not come on the plane? Can you just say, get rid of a few things from the bag? So she, so she starts to unpack her bag, literally as we're like at the entrance of the plane. They're like, no, we have to leave. We have to leave. We have to depart. We have to depart. We have to depart. So my other friends have gone forward. I'm there with my friend. She's got her suitcase open and they're like, Lola, just get the key. Just run. Just, get the key. <laughs> she's like, just take the key. I said, well, what are you going to do? Wait, I'll get the next flight. I was like, what do you want to do? I was running on the air, on the, um, what oh, back. On, the on the, yeah, on the tarmac. <laughs> my friends were through the, you know, the, 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 the um, airplane window that's got a circle. They're opening like, Lola, come on. <laughs> There's guys with the flashlight thing going like this. 
I got onto the plane and I sat on my seat and I literally t- took a minute just to be like, wait, what the hell did just happen? What on earth? So she didn't get on it? She didn't get on the plane. She had to come the next day. That is crazy. I get on the plane and I'm like, guys, first of all, thanks for shouting. Get to, get to pee. Because in my mind, I was all Wasn't over there. I would have yeah. ended up on a plane and we would have been stranded the minute we got into Spain because w- where would we go? Yeah, of course. Girl. At least she was able to come the next day and I uh, hope she didn't hold that against you guys. No, I mean, she, she didn't hold. She, she's such a lovely girl and she knows how she's like. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's her wedding coming up. So I was like, yeah. you know, we've got to make your wedding. She should just have it in her head that it's like an hour earlier and then... A day earlier. A day earlier. I've got family members. I mean, my sisters are like that. I'll just tell them like two hours before the actual time we're yeah. supposed to be there because... Uh, and needs 24 hours. No, it. Yeah. <laughs> just, that is crazy. I always find it quite anxious anyway, traveling, because I don't want to miss the plane. I don't want to see. Security just winds me up. Like the whole experience is annoying. Yeah. Until I'm on the other side and I'm in duty free, I always just like want to get there extra early so I can I'm I'm one of those friends to travel with where I may be panicking inside but I don't show it yeah I have quite panicky friends I've got a friend Uh, who's quite panicky I've got a friend that's like oh my god like melodramatic so I'm like (laughs) I don't want to add anything to the mix we need someone to have a cool head so let me just take on that character Right, right. Girl Strip was the first time that I saw Tiffany Haddish and she was kind of put on my radar before obviously her blowing up into, you know, the star she is today. And then shortly after I went and read her book, The Last Black Unicorn. I don't know if you read that. I've read it. I read a little um, ex- like bits for it. Yeah. It's actually when I and so when I watched that and then read that I really like my heart melted for her because she's been through the wars um and absolute turmoil so for to see her journey kind of come to that I was genuinely so happy it was like seeing my friend like make it um and she's just so cool and she's just so chilled I've always known her as a a comic Mm. I've seen her on like she's done like loads of Netflix specials and yeah so I've always known about Tiffany Hedash um Mm. I would say girlship was the biggest thing I've seen her do Mm. on that scale I'd say and um, yeah, I've always kind of been a fan of Tiffany and like female comics. I always try and just make take a mental note of who they are anyway. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Um, for obvious reasons. I like to see what they do. <laughs> Did you have any favourite scenes of hers in the film? Because I felt like she stole the show for me. Like yeah. all of her scenes had me in stitches. She's she's a ridiculous performer. Um, <laughs> I'd say, <laughs> I'd say Grapefruit. <laughs> I well, I rewatched the film obviously for our podcast, and I was just like, she had to do that. Like, obviously, we know filming and all that. But <laughs> just you had to, you had to do that. And <laughs> itching when I was like, sis, you committed to that role. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, you know what? A commitment, full commitment. She it was the, it was the grapefruit everywhere. The, the hat, like the hat, like she, she went in, she went in, and bananas. And are not the delicate of instruments to do that to. So I was just like, I know you had a small mouth. Literally. I know that. The minute the, the, the director was said cut, everyone was busting up. Everyone was busting up. I'm very sure they probably had to do that like a few times yeah. as well. 
yeah. and then it was just like we're just gonna have to go for it now this is it because I just couldn't <laughs> but yeah I, 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 like, I loved her performance I like Tiffany's performances and a lot of the stuff that she does so mm. yeah. so that was a that was a scene that definitely made me giggle how do you feel about some of the like gross humor you know like the peeing while they're dangling on the- I don't think it was that bad I thought I thought that it was funny mm. and um I didn't I didn't think ill I don't know of course I know it's not we but yeah I, of course I mean who's yeah. weeing like that exactly Literally, there's no woman in the world that has that amount of wee and it comes out like that exactly but I think the I, I love the gag it, the comedy yeah. the comedy behind it and the fact that it's like um I think Tiffany had a line where she was like oh golden showers yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think it was definitely funny to watch and just ridiculous and, yeah yeah um, it was yeah you needed that yeah. kind of ridiculousness yeah. Um, a lot of people have kind of compared Girl Strip to um, Hangover. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Oh, old school movie. I haven't seen Hangover. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of similar in the sense. So I just, I think that's why I don't understand why people are more than willing and happy to go watch Hangover, but have a little bit of reservation to go and watch Girl Strip. They don't see themselves in it. Mm. And it's not people, it's specific people. Yeah. So obviously there's like four different personalities in the movie you've got uh jada's character who's a little bit uptight or who's become uptight you've got uh tiffany who's the ratchet one do you and your friends kind of have different personalities and, and what's your role in your group of friends do you know what it's interesting because my group of friends my close friends we collectively have about 26 years of friendship oh wow lovely so we when you say we get along we get get along Mm. I think that in order to get along with somebody, there's a lot of similarities you have. Mm. So I would say that a lot of our friends, we are all quite similar to an extent, but some of my friends are mothers as well. So mm. I, as we've seen them come from girl to woman and to mum, mm. their personalities have now changed a little bit. That's kind of a bit like Jada. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. To vets, <laughs> it's up time again. So when we, yes, exactly. It's quite funny when you see your friends who you've been friends with or family go from, oh, that's my cousin or my sis, and then they're like a mum now, and you're like, oh my god, you're responsible for a whole human. This is really strange. Exactly, exactly. American humor, like when mm. it comes to that funny friend or that down friend or that ratchet friend, I don't necessarily think it's always the case over here like when it comes yeah our, our ratchet's not that not that ratchet do you know yeah what I mean? you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you yeah so uh, we don't have that but we definitely have down we definitely all listen we're on speed dial holler at me when you're pretty. <laughs> no, i mean no one can mess with my girls no guy can mess with like we're always going to be there to support one another um um so yeah we've got each other's backs they had a lot of eye candy in Girls Trip. Uh, who was your who's your go-to eye candy? Because for me, it's Kofi. Kofi is a no, beautiful Kofi's specimen. My, Kofi's my man, actually. No, <laughs> I think I think you'll find his mind. But okay, Kofi's number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you send it? <laughs> can you can you forward it on to me? Please? Thank you. Yeah. No, he's obviously always hot. I do like. Um, he did Luke Cage. He was really oh the guy who played her husband, um, Regina's husband. Regina's husband. I can't remember his name. I don't. I think he's quite an attractive man. He's 
very handsome and very beautiful. Like. I, you know what? I think I had started to really kind of digest his look when <laughs> Luke Cage. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I first saw him or saw that side of him from The Good Wife. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was always in a suit. and Yeah, yeah. A man in a suit is just delicious. So I was like, hello. That's the right word to describe him. He's a very delicious man. Delicious, yeah. Yeah. Because usually it's a Terry Crews or it's a Morris, isn't it? Yes. On on that note, have you seen Morris Chestnut's son? Carbon copy. How is that even possible? And paste. That was a... Did, did the mum even get any genes at all involved with that child? Oh, that man, that, that boy came from... Uh, <laughs> you can't even lie. You can't even say like that. That's, that's your son? No, I carried that pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she was doing. <laughs> Absolute splitting image. Oh, he's, he's very delicious yeah. again very as well. <laughs> I have to say. So obviously this film, there's a part at the end when I, I always get quite emotional. Um, you know, when she's doing that speech. And it's just like, I don't know how many times I watch this film, but each time I'm like, no, this is really emotional. And she says a line where there's certain people, friends, family, that you just can't pretend in front of, like you, no matter what it is. And so I always say that there's some people that um, when they start acting funny or avoiding you, it's because the guilty are afraid. They don't want to, they know if they have to be in front of you, they'll face the music. Mm-hmm. They can't lie, can't pretend. Um, who do you have like that in your life? I'll, again, my girls, you know, mm. my girls. Um, but luckily, again, nearly like 20 odd years of friendship. Mm. You, you can't BS. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, These yeah. girls know me from before the weaves, the wigs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they know me so well that they know. They, and, and what's also so nice as well is they've been with me on my creative journey. Mm. in ups and downs and they understand times where Lola needs writing time so she might go offline for a little bit it's not there's nothing wrong with her see that's really nice yeah because some people are pretty needy yeah and understand that yeah I mean I have had some other friendships groups Mm. friends that haven't really understood that transition for me yeah of course life happens sometimes you just realize that you're not suited for each other anymore but the friendship that the group that I have now understand me they respect my boundaries when I do need a bit of time they, they know when okay Lola said she's fine but this fine is not sounding da, 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 da. yeah exactly and then then I'm off I feel very comfortable and open to to have a chat if if needs be but um I would say all three of them there's a group about four of us together mm. all three of them I can equally I can go and talk to them about anything yeah yeah and what do you think is a key for uh, a long-lasting, real friendship? I can narrow it down to one word, yeah. Mm. Respect. That, I think that's just the key for all, all healthy relationships. relationships in general. Mm. Like, res- not necessarily, and I'm not just saying respect for the other person, also respect for yourself. When you've got yes. respect for yourself, you, you, you're integral, you know, you, you're, you've got integrity, you know, mm-hmm. you know that, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk behind someone's back, you know, because you respect yourself, you honour your word as well. Yeah. So when you just honour respect all round, most relationships or if all relationships that you encounter, as long as they also adopt that same kind of like, yeah. respect too, you should have fruitful and um, really healthy relationships. Mm. So anyway, yeah. 
I, I totally agree. And I feel like if you don't have that mutual respect yeah. and, you know, to be able to set certain boundaries and just because like one of my pet peeves is when people say I was just angry or I was just drunk. Like even when I'm angry or drunk, I'll still offer you the same level of respect. It doesn't die away just because I'm now in this, you yes. know, feeling like this. I'm very blessed in that. <clears throat> and these are the kind of things that my friends and I talk about. Mm. And um, we've always said, we can confidently say, we can bet our lives. If anyone was to say, oh, by the way, I saw so-and-so out there chatting you, I'd say, but I'll be like, never. I can, yeah. I can confidently say, and I think some people kind of are, they get a bit intimidated by that level of confidence, but you don't know that they're human. Though. There's their fault. It's not that they don't have thought. I know my, I, I can almost bet my life on them. Yeah. It never happen. But it's also nice that you know, or they know and vice versa, that they will give you and you'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yes. So it's not just jumping and believing the bullshit without coming and saying, first of all, no, that's bullshit. Right. Um, but then coming to you and be like, I heard this, you know, kind of, and asking your version instead of just jumping to conclusions and running with it. Exactly. Um, which is what I think is the breakdown on a, in a lot of relationships. Yeah. Some people are heavily emotionally driven. Mm. in that moment I just need to get it all out they don't kind of think through and just uh, kind of don't really understand how things are going to come across yeah but I think there's definitely um, power in slowing down yeah um so we're going to have a little quick fire round because obviously there are amazing actresses in this film and they've all come with a catalogue of movies so um, you can just throw out a few <laughs> a few films over one film per category uh, with one of the actresses in in it, um, starting off with your favourite action movie. Okay, and it's got to be one of these actors. Yeah. Okay. What out of the four main girls or anyone in yes. that? No, out of the four main girls. Action. Yeah. Um, You've got set it off as an action film, no? Yeah. Matrix. Matrix? Yeah, Matrix. I think that could go in sci-fi as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be so crap at this. No, it's all right. So bad at this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Favourite comedy or family movie, which it, it can go under that umbrella. Love I, I actually like old school Nutty Professor. Yeah. I like that version Jada was in. Yes, yes. It was Meet the Clumps. Yeah. yeah, the early ones. Yeah, early ones. Oh, and also we forgot, like, comedy-wise, Regina, <laughs> Regina Hall in, like, Scary Movie. Come oh, on. she is just... <laughs> and do you, know what's, do you know what's nice? To see, um, usually, I think if Tiffany wasn't... I want to say if Tiffany wasn't Tiffany, but usually it would be Regina yes. playing that ratchet character. Yes, yes, isn't yes. It? So yeah. it's nice to see Regina play something that she hasn't always been kind of known to play in <laughs> comedy yeah With her serious woman mm. obviously marriage is falling apart or whatever and yeah someone else kind of take on that ratchet character it was really nice to see i loved it because all of my favorite lines in scary movie are of regina <laughs> she kills me that, that scene is jokes <laughs> <laughs> i can't deal with she's so hilarious and even like when you see on the instagram or anything like that like she is so funny like even in interviews just so funny all the time um a huge fan of regina hall what about favorite rom-com there's i mean girl strip can go in comedy yeah, rom -com. 
ish. Jason's lyric. You've got the last holiday. Oh yeah, the last holiday. Girl, you're giving me some throwback films. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the last holiday. And it's so funny to see Queen become this like rom com queen as well because it's like she's a G, like an absolute G. <laughs> oh, that's what we know her as. She's a lyricist. She's yeah, and so to see her like. All bit soft and lovey dovey. I love it. And I just think it's it's great. Yeah. A lot of people didn't actually know that um Tiffany and Common are actually an item. Can I just say how happy? I, I'm just so happy. So like, nice. So nice. Like go on, Common. Go on. <laughs> go on, Tiffany. Like, look at you guys. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. So if you had to pick one scene to entice people to go and watch Girl Strip, what scene would it be and why? Um, well, that's a good question, you know. I think to entice on an entertainment level, like just yeah. just based on visuals, <laughs> the, you know, in the bit where they're in that rundown, um, <laughs> and that guy comes looking for that, yeah, and then um, he's at the window and then he just like shows his, flashes. yeah, he just flashes himself. I think that that for me is so risque that would make me think okay what the hell is this film please and i laughed so hard in a cinema because <laughs> i wasn't expecting them to show us the whole right goods there were no censors it was just straight what it is and when they screamed the cinema because <laughs> i jumped as well I, was, I don't know why i'm jumping i'm like sitting in a in a couch somewhere i, I jumped because it was just so i wasn't expecting it and he was just ballsy and their reactions I don't know if they're aware, but we're so real. Like <laughs> Tiffany's face cracked me up. Maybe they didn't know. Like that was maybe the director whispered in his ear, like "Do it," but just yeah. Because I swear, some of them were like, "Was that real? <laughs> <laughs> that just really happened?" Um, I quite yeah. That's definitely one of my favorite scenes um, to show and to entice. The flight to New Orleans as well. Like that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tiffany's absolutely great in it. I think that she really <laughs> carries that scene. Yeah, um, yeah. Also the dance sequence, you know, when they're wearing the wigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was going to say dance sequence, but, I, but the only reason why I didn't is because I think a lot of films have a dance sequence. And yeah, if I'm trying to entice someone, I'm like, oh, that's just white chicks. Or, oh, that's just so-and-so. Oh, that's just someone else has had a dance battle. Oh, there's someone yeah, else. Yeah. But... I think that, but that's still a very, very strong scene. And we love a dance battle, don't we? We love, we love a dance battle. And the music in, in Girl Strip is oh, just brilliant. so me, takes me back. I'm just like, this is my happy place. R&B, hip hop, you know, this vibe, that makes me very, very happy. I would even say when um, Tiffany had the tassels and Diddy was on stage. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was so, I was actually, oh my God, like that looked so lit. And I know no one was acting. You were all having a great time. Massive great time. They enjoyed, man. Yeah. Um, I have to say, it's quite funny seeing some of, like, some of the flack that Jada got over maybe the past year. And also a lot of people did not know she was acting like quite early on, um, like say it off. Like quite a lot of people did not know that Jada. Like they just have no idea the Jada we grew up on, any on anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know why they've been. Um, I don't know why people wouldn't know that she's been about acting for years. Mm. Like that's 
wasn't that's what that's how she went met will yeah they met on fresh prince or something or yeah they met, yeah they met at work yeah yeah exactly i know i think that um that might just be a generation thing mm. it may just be oh maybe because we're women and we see ourselves on TV, or we see ourselves in these films, or we see ourselves in these shows. We those things stand out to us, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because of, rest- of the lack of representation. The minute we see something, we remember and store it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe like you said, there wasn't that many of us as like growing up on the yeah. telly. So once we did see that, it was like ingrained. We knew yeah. that person's full name, right. birth, height, yeah. everything. It was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's it from me, Lola. It has been such a pleasure talking to you. It's just like talking to a mate about our favourite film. Thanks for having me. And I'm really, I'm really happy that you love Girl Ship just as much as I did before. I do. And I tried to make everyone watch it. Who hasn't, who, who hasn't watched it? Girl. So many people. And it offends me, like, personally, like, I was involved. <laughs> I'm offended. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for the sequel um, to finally come out. And I hope it... They take your advice and do a little throwback. I'm sure they would. <laughs> exactly. See my little credit at the end. One, if I don't see it, I will be waiting <laughs> for someone. Someone we'll just will get it. all their Instagram. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I wish you all the best and thank you so much again for joining thank us. You so much, Rachel. Thanks. Bye.